You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias here on a bounced out Monday. Um, starting a little late, unfortunately, uh, just the way it goes. Be there at 4.30, maybe rock up at 10 past 5. Who knows? That's just the way we roll on a bounced out Monday. Um, I think you could probably make the argument that the intro going off on a tangent this early on is probably... A good indicator that we're bounced out, but um, I think it's now probably just so that we can get this podcast going, get it on the rails. It's fallen off the rails already, but get it back on the rails with Dubbo's finest. Edward Simpson, how are you? Flat. Flat. Flat as a tack. Long day. <laughs> Long day. And yeah, we are starting late, uh, which means we'll finish late. Yep. But the show must go on. The show always goes on, Tom. Yep. And I've just got to dig Punters and Dribblers, today's episode brought to you by Good Day, the fastest selling multivitamin of all time. Do I have data to back that up? No, I don't. That's a vibe-based thing. Big shout out to the, the dribblers that are already uh, on it. It's it's changing lives. I think 207 reviews, five star, all of them at begoodhealth.com.au. If you need uh, to hear it straight from the dribbler's mouth, go and read them because it's been described multiple times as life-changing. As we explained last week, we are currently uh, taking pre-orders only as we are out of stock because it's sold way quicker than anyone could have possibly expected, which we fucking love you all for. We are taking pre-orders. It'll be back in stock later this month. And if you are a subscriber, you will be getting the goods you have not been forgotten about. Begoodhealth.com.au, code dribbler for 20% off. We love ya. Punters and Dribblers, the podcast is always brought to you by the betting platform of choice over here, and that is Neds. Neds, baby. Neds. That's it. Number one in Australia, in our opinion, nay the world, nay the universe. Nay, the multiverse. Now, if you want to follow Tom and I and our mate Guru and our mate Sebo, I mean, I think Tobler's on there, but who cares about that? The Profiles tab, Ed, it's uh, an innovation by Neds where you can go and you can see what people are betting on. It is essentially accountability in app form. Well, it's accountability personified. Correct. Uh, There's also obviously the About Even group in there where everyone's sharing their own bets giving each other shit, having a laugh, having a chuckle, having a Paul Rahihi. That's a rugby league reference that some may not get. But no, some. I liked it. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Buy a six-pack of Big Day Rosé at hellosport.shop. What are we doing month of May? Because we are working our way through the remainder of the, uh, the most recent vintage. Got a couple left that we want to get rid of before we then turn all of our attention to the end of the year. Just feeling generous, Tom. We're feeling generous, and it's a, it's it's sale time. We just thought, fuck it. If you buy a case and you use the code MANLY, you get 50 bucks off the case. If you, you buy go. two cases, you get 100 bucks off. Yep. You get what I'm trying to say? Go to hellosport.shop, bang, rosé on there, code MANLY, 50 bucks off a case. Pretty fucking generous if you ask me. But we love the punter and we love the dribbler and we're just like, let's get this vintage out there to the people that yeah. want it most. Let's get it in the gullets of the nation. That's right. Gull it up. 
well within myself here. Yeah, we're in the trenches today. <laughs> we're in the trenches. Make no mistake. Make no mistake. And we've got a... Well, it's a dear friend to thank for that. Yes, we do. Hamish Street and his beautiful... Uh, beautiful... <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But yeah, she's beautiful. <laughs> she is beautiful. Uh, she's beautiful. Uh, beautiful fiance Carly for having us down really to their parents, Ken and Sarah. Yeah, well, Hames shout parents, out to them. For having us, mm. getting us on the whiskey and the cigars all weekend down in Lovely Barrel. My old stomping ground. Terrific. Poured with rain. Next Pissed to the with rain. It was a rain bender. Sydney's in the middle of a rain bender. Or the east coast of Australia is. Well, apparently it didn't rain that much here on the weekend. Really? Yeah. Okay, well, we've been... The rain's been following we, us. We, we were involved in a rain bender. We were, which absolutely. Is what, all that matters. Yes. Because I love rain benders. Rain benders are the best. But so down in leafy, verdant green barrel in the middle of a rain bender, mm. sitting outside undercover, fireplace, as I said, cigars and whiskey and wine. And dribble. And dribble. And Lots yarn. of dribble and yarn. Plenty. Holy plenty. shit. Plenty. But it was good. It was good. We also did a beep test. We have done the beep test. Video has not been edited, but it's been done. Uh, you saw a bit of that on the old IGs. Shout out yeah, to so your day. You no, know we're not making up porky pies. No, we did it. Um, and li- let me just say this, and this is with full sincerity here. I started a diet today. So I saw a... Br- I I, perfor- I I know the result I got in the beep test. Well, of course, because I you then did it. I then saw a little bit of the footage of me just trotting, and I started a diet today. Now, hopefully, this diet becomes a lifestyle, rather than you know me just trying to yo-yo up and down like Oprah. But Daddy needs to get his health. A in beep order. test induced diet. Yeah, yeah, it humbled me. <laughs> it was a wet track. It was a very wet track. We were barefoot, which uh, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I regretted it when we started. I only regretted the barefoot beep test because of how cold it was. That's what I mean. Yeah, but I think... It's it's pure, but I'm saying it was it was cold. Yeah, you would have done an ACL. Your feet were numb. I'll have I'll take numb feet over an ACL on that, on, on, on real wet barrel grass. Canberra grass, I think it was. Canberra grass, and it was wet, wet tan. A wet tan, heavy tan, heavy, heavy tan. Um, but that was wonderful. Uh, uh, I will say this. First time we've sort of done a weekend away with Evie. Is she the best behaved baby in the world? Edward. Yes. There you go. Now, what... It's only, it's only been reinforced. We knew that yeah. going. We knew no, that going. I, I think we, we knew did. that going. No, we did. It's not, about, it's not about Evie here. What it is about is I want to I start some sort of class action lawsuit against Kmart who sell travel cots. Now... Being a parent is tough enough, even with the best baby in the world. You got I've never had to pack more shit in my life for three people to get down to barrel. It's a fucking nightmare. We've got a travel cot somewhere for it to sleep. You get this box and it's like easy to set up in five simple steps. I'm like, all right, five steps. This is going to be a absolute breeze. Mm. And so once you, it's, it folds up like a marquee. And then once you push it down, that's step one. And then step two, three, four, five is just to pull up the arms and they just stiffen into place. Yeah, so there's four arms, four steps. Four arms, four steps. Five steps if you include pressing down on the base and spreading it, right? Uh, And basically, the only description you're given is just pull the arm up really fast and it'll lock into place. Yeah. It it just didn't. It just didn't. And you arrived as I was 20 minutes into setting this thing up and we just got there and Steph's like, don't worry, it's fine. I'm like, no, but this, like, I would understand if I was being unreasonable about being upset at something, but this, I feel, is justifiable because I got blood blisters from getting my fucking, like, 
skin pinched by it and shit. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it didn't just snap into place, Eddie. It didn't. If you if you can't tell already, puns and jewelers, he was absolutely ropeable. And it by was the, the time start I of the weekend. I'm like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be kicking things off like this. But I need to go out into the lawn and just beat this fucking thing with an into axe. submission. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he drawn claret, as he so eloquently put it. Yeah. And it was it was an odd sort of d- contraction. Yeah, dude. And I was like, it just it just wasn't off. it just wasn't working. I went in. and I was like, I'll help you for five minutes. Probably lasted a couple of minutes. You didn't even get in. Yeah. You, well, you I, how, I was just like, well, it doesn't work. Once you get to a point yep, where you go, aren't. what else do I do here? What other remedy? It was refund I... territory. It was, but no, it was bash this thing to pieces territory. <laughs> Fuck a refund. Bash it to pieces and leave it somewhere or burn it. Like I was, I was furious. In the end, because I'm not a quitter, Eddie. No. Unless you don't give up. Unless it's a beep test. <laughs> then you are. Then I'm, a, then I'm terrible. <laughs> But I basically had to just stand this thing in the most... There was nothing in the instructions about doing it this way and basically, like, push it with my foot and my hands. It took, like, three people working together mm. to get this thing set up. So, anyway, fuck Kmart and <laughs> class actions soon, bro. Yeah, yeah, Well, class actions are all the rage, Tom. They and are. I feel like you could be a lead applicant. I think you've got that vibe about you. Mm-hmm. Bit of lead applicant class action vibe about you. I think I have to. I think I have to. Now, actually, that just reminds me before, because I think that the, we need to put a line through the saga that was the skewer that could have been, that could have killed Tonka, the yeah. famous Rottweiler. Yeah. You were going to sue. I heard you I heard you were lawyering up to get our time and veterinary clinic mm. burnt to the ground. Well, yeah, we were. But they're too crafty they're at too this good. point. They, they seem up. too crafty. Well, they're like, well, we did this and this and this and this and this. Like, they've... Every little conceivable box that you you might look to exploit, they've ticked. Right. You you wouldn't find an eye not 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 dotted. Right. Or, or a T not crossed. They know top. that if they're going to rip you off, they got to have their well, they've been ducks well, in a well row. because they've been ripping people off since oh what how long's it been there twenty years thirty years yeah that's all alleged obviously punishment. But you become pretty crafty at ripping people off given that amount of time. Yep. And from what we can tell, they've they've got us over a barrel. Tom bent over a barrel. bent over a barrel. Okay. What is the origin of that saying? Is it about getting fucked in the? I or is it about? Look, at, I don't know. Because I like, got him over a barrel. I'm thinking, like, is he vomiting over a barrel? Is, is he, he getting, getting whipped? Is he getting whipped? Is he getting? Has, are his pants down? Are his pants. That's questions. I think I can hear those fingers going. The Dior Dave, quick draw Dior. Because um, all sayings have origins, which I like. Yes, and I mean over a barrel. Is used very casually, and if it's about getting fucked in the bum bum, mm. then maybe I don't think so. I'd be surprised. Well, what it says here online, according to Grammarist.com, the origins here. One theory is that it refers to a practice that they would uh, put drowned people or drowning people over a barrel and get the uh, water out their lungs. Um, another that one, too positive. yeah. This other one, which is probably close to where you guys were going, was a hazing practice in college freshman fraternities in the late 1800s. That's that's dark. Yeah, it's dark. <laughs> so I don't know if the Artam and I don't know if they got you over a barrel. <laughs> I don't know if they got me over a barrel. <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, I guess. Well, I think they've got me over a barrel in the in the way that we all use it. Is this a wild intro? <laughs> Now, the Brisbane Broncos, I think it was uh, our friend and backstop of the 11, uh, Jorge, all day asked us to bring back Fucked and Hummin'. So, in no, uh, you know, in no real ceremonial uh, way I'm about it, Broncos are fucked. Oh, yeah. They're going to get the spoon. Now, just 
we're going to get into it, but Broncos, Tony Stark's sex tape, Seabold's had to break protocol to go home to family. Dara is out of the leadership group, and Tavita Pangai Jr. is hanging with bikies. Now, let's start with Katoni, because this broke uh, almost the day after after our podcast was recorded. Which always happens. Always happens. And then we get messages like, God, can't wait to hear you talk about Katoni. It's like, oh, don't worry, we'll talk about it. It'll just be like a week old. Mm. Um, again, same thing that happened with uh, the sheriff, Adam Elliott, which, you know, I mean, he's now... If he's he immortalized. Would, he's immortalized now as the sheriff, so he probably doesn't even regret that video. But uh, we don't share these sex tapes we don't take joy in their release but people come to us to help them make sense of it and mm. so unfortunately mm. rightly or wrongly we've seen it yeah and rightly or wrongly we will have to to break it down yeah you know well look i feel i feel sorry for katani because so do i because people are people are, are sort of they're taking this and they're taking the piss out of him you know what i mean whereas poor old katani he was he didn't think this was going anywhere. No, he didn't. He was he was just he was letting his hair down and doing what he likes to do. Doing what Katoni does. Doing doing Katoni's thing. You know Pumping. what I mean? Pumping, living, loving, sucking. Yeah. Now, I mean, to be fair to him, well, at least for me personally, look, Katoni looked like maybe he'd had a rugby league skin full, mm. wasn't able to be as prone as one would like in yeah. that sort of a situation. Yeah. Now, seeing the photo, uh, the, the, this was a revenge thing, yes. right? So this chick's, I think, released it. Yeah to try and like get it back at him. Mm. I mean, for me personally, toes would have that effect on me. <laughs> Having a suck on toes might, I might find myself struggling to, you know, work myself up into half a mongrel. <laughs> Shout out Rodney Root. <laughs> Look, I, I completely agree. I'd also like to say something about the video that I don't think has been talked about. I can't remember the, the, the lady's name. Mackenzieanna Dior, and allegedly. It, it appeared to me that... That's Ma one of the great wag names of all time. It, it, it appears to me that Mackenzie... Anna. Anna Mackenzie. Mackenzieanna. Mackenzieanna <laughs> gave him the foot. You know she's what I mean? Pushed, yeah, she's pushed, Like, she's he was trying that. to keep her happy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's a, you know play, he's a pleaser. He's, he's a pleaser. He's trying to keep her happy. He trying knows, to do the right thing. He knows there's no way... In good conscience, having seen Mackenzie Anna, yeah. I'm not saying I have, I'm saying he's saying this. <laughs> yeah. Then there's no way in good conscience that he's gonna be able to maintain the rage, as it were. <laughs> and he knows that. So she's gone and jammed a, a big toe in his mouth and he's like, Well fuck, man, like I'm a people pleaser here. I wanna do the right <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know That's what it, it's a byproduct. Yes. I've lost my mongrel. I've lost my mongrel. But I'm still in it. I'm, I'm still, still in here. the bedroom. Yeah. I'm still trying to play my role exactly. as best as I can. Yeah, for the team. Because that's it. But you, that's the thing about him, right? He's a rugby league player. Yeah. So day in, day out, week in, week out, What's for, the, the for best most of his lives, it's I'm a team player. Team What's first. The, it's team first. Yeah. It's team first rhetoric. That's kind of it's you know what? And I'm not saying he Katoni's not a utility, but he's 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 a you know, utility in the bedroom, right? Like, yeah, he can play different roles. He can if he can't if he's if the mongrel's gone, yeah, yeah, yeah. then what else can I do here? Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm, a, you know, I may have a bit of a, a sore cast, so I can't run out the back. Put me in the middle. Yeah, put, put me, me in the middle. middle. I'll play in the middle. I'll play in the middle if I have to. Yeah, and I'll I'll do the I'll do the grubby stuff. Yeah, that's it. I'll do the dirty work. I'll roll my <laughs> sleeves up. I'm prepared to do the dirty work now, to. to for the team. Yeah, to, to finish the, the job. <laughs> to finish the job. And I, I like to think that Mackenzie Anna has presented the big toe 
Right? She saw the writing on the wall. She saw the writing on the wall. She goes, hang on. Am I in the am I in the bedroom with a team player here? Someone who's prepared to well, see, she could see, see the, the middle. The air leaking out of that balloon. And she's like, Jesus Christ. And, she, and you know, we got to try something else here. Well, but it was also, Mackenzie Anna's like, okay, well, the air's leaking. The, the tire's quickly becoming flat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I want to get my rocks off. Yeah, and this guy's, I know this guy has utility value. He's got utility value and he's prepared to do the dirty work in the middle. Yeah, so she's jammed a toe into the mouth. Now, I don't know if there's... I, but I, again, I think she would, that's what she wanted. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. She wanted the toe in the mouth. Yes. And Katoni, unfortunately... Yeah. Look, and it's also just unfortunate that toe's in his name, you know? I know that's sort of... <laughs> Well, I mean... Just when videos like that come out and you're like, fuck, it's just it's just not ideal, is it? You know? Anything. But... Look, it's not ideal, but, you know, I'm, I still saw with Katoni here. I think that... So he's a proud New South Welshman. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's he a is. rugby league football already, and he does. He know, Like, that's... that's He's the only good player in that Broncos side because he's a New South Welshman and, he, and he's, and he's got a team new, player. He's a team player. He's got New South Wales principles, mm. and, and that do is, the dirty work. That's do the dirty work, whatever needs to be done. Yeah, and Even, you know, if I can't maintain a mongrel, yeah, by God, you best believe I'm still gonna. Yeah, I'm seeing out the eighty minutes here. I'm, seeing, I'm playing eighty minutes. Do not bench me. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> but again. Proud New South Welshman yeah. who's got a bit of character. He should be picked for Origin based on that Mate, video. Based on that. Because you'll, you'll get the full 80 minutes. You, you know Freddie knows, Freddie now knows that. that he's going to get a full 80 minutes out of Katoni. I reckon Freddie sees that and goes, he's he's made he's made Origin cloth. That is. that. If that's not Origin cloth, that's, Tom, that's what the is? Mo- that's the most New South Wales performance I've ever seen. <laughs> Mate. If you wanted an analogy, a metaphor for Origin cloth, that's it. Katoni with a big toe in his mouth going the big lift as air exits his tyre. That's Origin Cloth. <laughs> and that's why New South Wales is going to win nine in a row. Because we've got blokes like that putting their hand up going, pick me, Freddie. <laughs> is that an Origin tyre? <laughs> is that an Origin tyre? Is that a man in a broken team putting his hand up? Knows that he can't get it done with the Bronx. He goes, I've got to try something else here. <laughs> Is that the New South Wales oh, origin slogan? But, Whatever it takes, I think. Well, yeah, by any means necessary. I've never been prouder to be from New South Wales. <laughs> never. Never in my life. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, that's good Man shit. Man of the match. Man of the match. So, look, Katoni, chin up, man. <laughs> chin up. Chin up. And also, let's probably get him some Listerine. Can we not get him sponsored by some sort of breath freshener? That poor bastard's had a fucking toe in the mouth from that troll. <laughs> oh, chin up. Chin up, Katoni. Um, Listerine soon, bro. <laughs> um, uh, moving on. Yeah. But still with the Broncos, unfortunately yeah, yeah. for them. Uh, Tavita, TPJ, mm. uh, he was, he was, he was, he was at a fucking hairdresser where they were owned by bikies. Mm. It was a bikie uh, hairdresser place mm. that got raided by the cops, mm. and he was down there like 
supporting a mate or some shit, but it was like, you're not allowed to break, you know, just by being there, not like you're allowed to get a haircut, I think, but he wasn't there for a haircut. He was there just hanging out with a mate. It's like, you're breaking protocol. Mm. So now he's out for two weeks. He's like one of their best players. How did he get caught? The cops raided the joint (laughs) and he was there. (laughs) He was there while the cops, and the cops like, oh, fuck. Oh, you imagine how upset the Brisbane oh. cops were. They're all fucking diehard Broncos fans. But do they are like Tavita? Do they? Do they? Do they take him back to the club in the in the in the back of the paddy, like or in the back of the car? In you the know, back of the wagon, they drop him off. You know what I mean? Like when a when a when a copper finds a sixteen year old drinking and in a park, back like I'm talking, yeah, and I'll ring on the door and get mum and dad out. Yeah, here. we've dropped him back off at Red Hill. <laughs> Sorry, can you get a club representative? Yeah, can you just get Lockie out here to come and collect him? We found him in a bloody bikey hairdressers. And they're like, for fuck's sake, Tavita, we know what's going to happen now, you idiot. Why are you doing this? You imagine the... He didn't even get his haircut, did he? No, he didn't get a haircut. But also, Tavita has... Were, a... they, were they even giving out haircuts? I don't know whether they give out haircuts. They just got barbershop shares in there. I feel like maybe... Uh... Have Look, you ever... I've never seen a bikey with a good haircut. Now that could be a that could be a, a wild broad statement. It could also, you know, get us offside with some of our bikey affiliates, and to to them we say, no harm intended. But come on, you've never had a good haircut in your life. Let's be honest. Not that I've seen. Not that we've seen. Now that's true. I'm prepared to be. Uh, I'm prepared to be wrong. Proven wrong. I'm just saying, from my 31 years on the planet, and Eddie's 28, 29, 29. Yeah, never seen a good one. And, and look, and, and and I'm not saying that there aren't some out there, but if there are, then you're doing a, a pretty poor job at, at getting word well, out. Well, I mean, I think it's look. You need you need you need a new PR department. They do wear helmets a lot. In no, fairness to them, in fairness, bikies often in helmets, and maybe it's hard to see. Bandana's also big in the bikie world. Yeah. So maybe it's just maybe there's some Is it a real hel- it's a helmet related. follically gifted bikies out there just hiding it. Mm. They do let it grow though. They are follically gifted a lot. They plat their ponytails and that's what I mean. Yeah. A lot of plats, a lot of plats. Mm. Interesting. No? If you're a bikey and you're listening though, and you got a you got a good head of hair on you, send it, send it in. Send it again. In. I'm I'm prepared to be swat. We're friends with the sort bikes. of fate complete. No, this isn't a anti-bikey segment. That's no. for damn sure. This is just me going. I'd like to think some of you have got some incredible hairstyles. I just haven't seen them. And maybe it'd do a lot for the bikey uh, barbershop game to see some of those hairstyles on show because Tavita didn't need a haircut. (laughs) Tavita Tavita just didn't need a haircut. So if he got one, then that's half the problem. You need to know when a cut is appropriate. Don't just cut your hair because it's like a week later and you get your hair cut every week. It doesn't make sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Cut cut what's in front of you. Cut what's in (laughs) Cut what's in front of you. (laughs) <laughs> but know when to cut. Now, Tavita, some there's there's so many rumors swirling around about the Broncos that like Tavita, or they're saying Tavita's like been calling up other clubs, like shopping himself around. What? Yeah, what he's calling them yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, going like I want to get out of here. Are you serious? Could you imagine being the the Broncos board being like, we spent so much coin on you, Tavita, and, and now we, we don't David have David for Fafita, and, and now you're, you're actively shopping yourself around. Yeah, like bro, you got like three years to go. What? But also, like, that just shows how fucked that place is where he's like, I'll literally just call. I think, like, the so rumor he's, is. So he's calling himself. The rumor is he called, like, the roosters. He called, like, Politis. It's like, yo. Himself. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not good. No. 
then Siebes, Anthony Siebold, the coach, poor old Siebes, send in your Siebolds. He has had to come back to Sydney for a family matter, which means that he has to break COVID protocol, which means that he is... He can't coach for two weeks. Now, that could be a blessing in disguise for the Broncos. Who mm. knows? Um, there are that many rumours, Eddie, which we're not going to divulge, but there are that many rumours going around about Siebes. There's rumours swirling. And it's... I mean, like, I would never trust a random WhatsApp message with, like, oh, yeah, my mate from school said this, and he knows this about this, and he, he's friends with a journalist at the Courier Mail who said this and that. But... Because shitloads of those things go around all the time, right? Where you see they go around all the time, and to be honest, ninety nine percent of them have been wrong. Exactly. Think of the ones we've been sent over the years. I can't even remember most of them now because you get them so. I remember one went around with McGregor. Conor McGregor was there. Oh, the McGregor, the McGregor ones did the rounds, but there was others that have just sort of slipped off. Yeah, there were ones about um about. Remember when Wendell was yes the Wendell, Wendell ones. do it like it was Wendell was accused of uh, oh that's right there was a, drugs in like but then it, it was North Queensland but it was actually just someone up there who was called Wendell Sailor but then they were also <laughs> saying it was Lockyer they were like Lockyer. it's a club legend it's going to come out and it's, then there was something it's about someone that's played like fifty fucking Origin about, like, games Manu Vatavai and shit they all go around so yeah like, Manu got done do it with the speed with meth and all that yeah, sort of stuff you're right. like Manu's a fucking real estate agent now like can we just relax with your WhatsApp messages yeah so do you reckon people just make them up for well, a giggle? I think or is so. it Chinese whispers gone wild? Well, it ha- it's but that is someone's made it up for for a giggle, and then it's gone Chinese whispers berserk. Now I don't know in 2020 whether Chinese whispers is now offensive, but I I tend to to stand by Chinese whispers as a celebration of Chinese culture and a proud history of whispering. Yeah, well they yeah the very proud history of whispering being That's whispering for whispering centuries. For centuries. <laughs> What's so, wrong with whispering? There's nothing wrong with whispering. So anything wrong. Not, not, last time, not last time I checked. I love it. In fact, whispering can often be very appropriate. <laughs> Depending on the mood. Yes. Depending on who you want to hear. Yes. Um, but I, and I think we've said this before, but I would like for us to try and start a rugby league rumour. I would love to start one. I don't want to start one as salacious as the Seabold ones the honor ranks. Well, I, I don't want to ruin someone's I'd life. I'd like to start one that was a bit of fun. Yeah. Not too... Fucking hectic, no, like these ones. No. These are these are these are pretty cracked. A yes, lot of them, they're, they're like, cracked. Particularly just, the ones that I've been sent and you've been sent yes. and we've been sent. They're they're pretty out there. They're pretty hectic and similar to the ones that we were sent about Manu and Wendell and Lockie and all those ones back in the day. Or Conor McGregor's one was super hectic. Like, I would just like to start a rugby league rumor where it's you know like it's got to be big enough for people to want to share it, mm. but it's just got to be like it can't be it can't be ruining someone's life. So we just got to work out what that is. Dior, I'm happy. We're happy for you to have some input as well. P's and D's, send in your bloody. Look, if you send them in and we like one of one of them, we won't tell anyone. No, and we'll then just... maybe we'll just say something on a podcast one time. We'll, we'll just try, and because all that happens is right, like you get sent something like these weird Seabold rumors we're getting sent, and I've been sent them by like three different people I know, and then on our D, in our DMs, mm. like five six different people sending them to us who are all not connected so it's like you just have to send one screenshot of an innocuous whatsapp message yeah. that says you know five players stood down for whatever yeah and then it just spreads I send it to one person who sends it to two people sends it into a chat group we send it to another thing and then and then we're off to the races yeah oh yeah it'd be a real feather in the cap to start a rugby league rumor if we got into the papers Buzz Rothfield or someone writing it that old that old soul 
It'd be terrific. It'd be terrific. Now, Sebes, uh, look, there's not much else you can say except that he's now not coaching. Blessing in disguise, maybe. Uh, but there is, I would say, no way he's coaching. I mean, we already sort of thought that, but he is. there's no way he's coaching next year, right? No, absolutely not. There's just... Absolutely not. Like, what are the, how many are there? He's got two more games to lose going off that weird metric. Yeah, five and five and five. Out of five and ten. five. He's lost the last three, right? They've lost. They're not. I don't. I can't. 11. I can't see him winning another game this season. Probably like, not. Like, you know, Darius has left the, the leadership. Yeah, group. well, that's it as well. Darbs has stood down from the leadership group because Darbs, stood down or left. He stood himself down. Right. Darbs and Sebes didn't see eye to eye. Darbs obviously wanted to play fullback. Sebes wasn't listening to him. Sebes was trying everything under the sun, but Darius at fullback. Sebes then puts Darbs to fullback, and then Darbs f- thrives at fullback. Yeah, thrives. Uh, and then you know, again, a lot of all of the a lot of these things are tied into the rumours that we're being told, mm. which are again unsubstantiated. So they'll probably be in the Daily Telegraph, but it's. I like it's the it's not just a bad season for the Broncos. It's like a horrible season in NRL history. Yes, yes. It's like a horrible season in NRL history, without a doubt. We're just like this. I would, I would fucking hate rugby league almost if I was a Broncos fan right now. It'd be tough. In the midst of a pandemic, things are all off, and then you've just got the worst season in the history of the Broncos since they came in in like the nineteen what late eighties. I think so. And your teams, you've got used to success and greatness. You're like Australia in the late 90s, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. And this is the catalyst. You've got to think this is the bottom. Well, this season is the bottom, whether their bottom's been reached yet, because they've got a bit more of the year to go, right? And this last week was the worst it's been. Well, like Fafita, losing Fafita, Pangai breaks COVID protocol to go Katoni. get it. Katoni auditioning for the New South Wales centre position. Seabold stood down. Alfie Langer had to get stood down for breaching COVID. He just went to the Caxton and got shit faced. <laughs> he goes, he goes to be his 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 explanation for that was to be honest, I've been thirsty since we went in the bubble, <laughs> and I hadn't been to the Caxton for ages. And I'm paraphrasing Alfie here. And then when the offer came along, I just like instincts took over, <laughs> and I just went. You're like, okay, Alfie. That's the most Alfie Langer thing I've ever heard. That's the most life. Alfie Langer thing I've ever heard in my entire life. You can drink at home, bro. Yeah, but no, like he wants to. I mean, I, I get the vibe with Alfie, and this isn't knocking Alfie. Alfie's a Queensland legend. He's a rugby league legend. But Alfie would go to the Caxton and just get mobbed. And Alfie now a trainer. You know, remember when like when Finch, what Finchy said to us, which was like nothing ever compared after mm. football to like the highs of playing football. Yeah. yeah. Someone like Alfie, who had the highest of highs, and now it's like, you know, going to the Caxton, if you're Alfie Langer, would always be like reliving that a little bit, I think. Oh, that's his high now. Yeah. Going to the Caxton. And everyone's just going, yards, fuck me, Everyone's it's smacking Langer. in the back. Yeah. We miss you. Alf, Here's a beer, Alfie. Have a scoon. He probably drinks for free as well. That's what I mean. That's of course he does. Thing. Yeah. Because he doesn't want to pay for piss it on. Of course not. And um, apparently Alfie has a birthday a month so he'll just tell people it's his birthday to lie to him and then like so he can get people to come out and party with him it's like at the club they know because it's like oh it's, like, oh, it's my birthday tonight or today and they're like oh fuck off Alfie but like, the bloke he's with doesn't know yeah well like but he'll do it you know he'll say it to people he doesn't know so like they'll come out drinking with him or he'll get bought free piss or he'll get bought free but piss but he would anyway he'd get bought free piss for being Alfie Langer 
Um, 100%. But that's where the Broncos are at. That's where the Broncos are at. And then, look, it's all been about bloody breaking COVID protocol. Wayne Bennett, Uncle Wayne, um, he was dobbed in for going to some Italian restaurant called Grappa in Western Sydney, going out to see his miso. Wayne's uh, younger flame, who, funnily enough, follows us on Instagram. I don't know how that's come about. Do you reckon that's him following us? Well, Wayne doesn't have it, does he? He doesn't have IG. And but, that would got... be, but that would be that would be very Wayne. That would be very Wayne to follow us through his, uh, his missus. Not his grub. <laughs> his, his missus is called Dale, I believe. But she that's follows right. us. So now we've got the biggest coach in the NRL history in Wayne Bennett following us. We've got ARL Commission Chairman Peter Volandi's following us. Please reach out, Pete. We know you've seen our DMs, bro. Uh, I mean, the sky is really the limit here, and it's 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 quite. But is it the limit anymore? Well, you're right. Maybe this. Maybe it's there is no limit. It's limitless. It's like an ever expanding universe. Yeah. Infinitely expanding. Which is what we're in, funnily enough. So it actually is a good fit. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Are we the universe? <laughs> yeah, we are ever expanding, ever expanding. getting quick, bigger, quicker, quicker and quicker. And quicker. No one knows where the end is or the ceiling and is. And how we started. Yeah. We are in a big bang, kind of. <laughs> to 30 people a week for two years. Um, They're mean, the origin stories yes. of the Hello Sport podcast. But yeah, I think, I think that we are the universe. I think that makes a lot of sense. And it would explain why we've got St. Peter Volandis... Son of Christ, grandson of God following us. Yes. And now Uncle Wayne Bennett, who likes Through his misso. Through his misso. So shout out to you, Wayne. Shout out to Wayne, shout out to Dale. Now, wasn't Dale trying to defend him? That's right. Thank you, Edward. Now, I can't see it because she hasn't actually accepted our follow back on Instagram. I went to follow Dale because I saw she Oh, had she's a defending him on Instagram. On IG. Right. Yeah. Have you got it? Yeah, I got it here. Beautiful. Well, it was pretty, it wasn't much, but she posted a big photo with just text saying, people in glass houses th shouldn't throw stones, hashtag just saying. And then she goes in the description, the truth will hurt some people, hashtag stay tuned, hashtag Ben Iken. Oh, what? Isn't Ben... Ben married to Wayne's daughter, but Have they, they fallen out? I believe. Now, this is all very Men's Women's Weekly, and again, Punish Dribblers, we just have to talk about it. We don't want to. We don't want to. But but we don't want to. But look, that's why we're here. That's, that's why, why we're, we're here. sitting in the seats. Yes, that's why we sit in these glorious seats every week. Rain, hail or shine. Rain, benders, hail or shine. Dale calling out Ben, because Ben called out Wayne on NRL 360... Mr. Magoo himself throwing shots from behind the desk. But Ben married to Wayne's daughter. Ben, Wayne's daughter and Ben fell out with Wayne and Wayne fell out with the family when I believe he took Dale as his new... As his new lover. Yes. So obviously Magoo on side with his wife. Of course. Yeah. And... Magoo's a good guy. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not. No, but you know. But do you do you reckon there's any truth in that? That well, that Magoo's been breaking his own pro COVID protocols, or well, is he even he in one? He doesn't have COVID protocols to start. Uh, but that's so funny though that she's been like, "Don't throw you know, stones." stones. It's like, well, but he's not an NRL coach. But well, but who knows what she's talking about? She yeah. might just be like, "Going, oi, Magoo, I got I got dirt I got on grub. you, bruh. I got dirt on you, bruh. Be careful, Magoo. I see you coming." 
Oh, so it's a warning to Magoo. It could be a shot over the bow, just being like, oi, back up. Back up, Magoo. Yeah. Let's see if it registers. Watch this space. Watch this space. This like could it's be, all happening it's, in rugby league it's football. It's all happening in rugby league football. There is just no better time to be a rugby league fan. It's the greatest game of all. I mean, again, who would have thought that Wayne Bennett's new lover would be having a, 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 a an IG beef with Mr. Magoo himself, Ben Iken? Who is her new lover's son-in-law. son-in-law. And also one of the hosts of, well, the host of probably the biggest NRL uh, news program. In the country. In the country. And you can't all- script this stuff. The writers, like, they need Logie after Logie after it's, Logie this it's year. It's Logie really award-winning stuff. It's, it's a Logie season. It's a real, it's a real like, they'll sweep the awards this year. Eddie. They'll, talk, they'll talk about this Logie season long after we're gone. Oh, <laughs> oh God, yeah. Long, long after we're gone. Volandis. Coming in, saving the day, getting his own plaque at his university. Where getting he his grew own up. plaque, no less. The highest honor he's ever received. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Make no mistake. I mean that you know that tops the list. That well, that absolutely tops the list. We're not going to go through other things. No. Well, once he gets on the podcast, that'll probably be his zenith. Um, but Eddie, I mean, look, Paul Vaughan. I think he also lied about his name uh, at a cafe to break COVID protocols. Wayne tried to pretend like he didn't know. Wayne was like, I didn't know the rules. And I was like, bruh, you are on the Apollo Project Committee. Like, you definitely knew. <laughs> unless he's just, unless he's getting old How did shit. Wayne get caught? Well, Braith and Astor's been fingered with the blame. Because apparently Braith might have been at Grappa as well. Braith sees Wayne. Braith tells someone. And then, it might have even been the allegation against Braith was that he told Kenty who he works with at Fox and then Kenty's broke the story. I don't know if that's true though because I don't know who broke the story. But I know that Braith's been fingered with the uh, accusation and Braith's like, oh, it wasn't me, bro. Wasn't me. Wasn't wasn't bloody me. God, it's good. It's so good. It's the best. And Wayne was like, uh, I was socially distancing in a private room at Grappa and they're like, there aren't any private rooms there, bro. Wayne, no, they had me. Wayne. They made me one. Yeah, no, they, they brought just, in. They brought in poles and yeah, curtains. Knocked down a wall and put some yeah, curtains up. Got it. Wayne's room. Wayne's world. <laughs> Wayne's world. Um, oh god. But anyway, I don't know if there's anything else rugby league. I didn't really. Nothing really surprised me about rugby league over the weekend, Eddie. Oh, the uh, the stabbing. Oh yes, the stabbing. Dave, do you want to fill us in on that one? Yeah, stabbing. So it was a um, it was a club match. I think it was Wentworth versus... I'm just getting it up here. Mounties? Yeah, yeah, I think that was right. So what happened was there was a shoulder charge on the field. Um, and then the guy who did the shoulder charge got sent off. And then as soon as the game finished, there was a bit of a brawl. And apparently one guy went to his car, got a knife, came back, stabbed three people. All very normal in a suburban rugby Stabbed league. three yeah. people? yeah. From the like players or yeah. just uh, I think one player, two fans. So fans, obviously, probably family. People trying to break it up, and yeah. he went. So did the guy that got shoulder charge go to his car? The guy who got shoulder no 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 the guy who got shoulder charge I'm pretty sure was one of the guys who got stabbed, and it was the guy who got sent off. So the shoulder the charge. The shoulder no, charge. But, but so there there were two. So what I read today was that there were two arrests. So uh, one guy, someone Middlebrook, who was the guy who was sent off, is getting charged with a fray and assault occasioning actual bodily harm. Mm. 
um, because he started the fight, apparently, but he wasn't the guy who stabbed the people. Okay. So he started a fight, and then I think as a retaliation, someone has come back and brought a kitchen knife and just gone and stabbed three people. A kitchen knife? Yeah. yeah. I mean, goodness gracious me, what a fucking... My God! Wentworth Mounties, good lord! For, uh, you know, really a uh, 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 hotly contested fixture on the field. No one gives. When an was inch. this Saturday? Uh, it was this weekend. Yeah, I think it was. Bit of Saturday. rain about. The rain will get the rain. Joey always says players just go loopy in the rain. He's always said that. Now I don't know if he meant that loopy. <laughs> That's particularly aggressive. A knife. To double down on the on the shoulder charge with a with a kitchen knife. That's Who a, has them in your, in their car? That's what's that's probably the scattest thing about it. Well, the stabbing's the scattest thing about it, but yeah. having a kitchen knife on hand, a kitchen knife should only be in the kitchen, and even then, they're still a bit etch. Well, that's why they're called kitchen knives. Yeah, I don't know why right. you would need one out of the kitchen. No. When are you preparing food outside the kitchen? Maybe a barbecue, Eddie. That's the only thing. If you're cutting onions, that's, I'll allow. I'll allow that. Yeah, but if but, there's but not, given that he's on, playing, yeah. He did. He probably wasn't manning the barbie after the and, game. And and Wentworth, man, is there would be kitchen facilities there? You would imagine. I'd bloody hope so. Eddie. I don't think it's a DIY DIY job. Not a, not at Wentworth, Manny's. Certainly doesn't sound like that's a, a canteen job. It's a canteen. That's a canteen number, and they wouldn't be relying on you know like the second row for Mounties under 19s to bring the knife. And could I also make a point that if the game's still on, people are still eating. People are still hungry during the game. Oh, yeah. If I'm watching a game of football, I want to go get a sausage sandwich. So want you're onion. saying those onions should have already been chopped? I'm saying they'd be still chopping them. Yeah, you're right. You don't stop chopping onions. You don't stop chopping onions. No, 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 you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't stop till everyone's gone home. Exactly. You never know who wants a sausage sandwich covered in onion. Late in the day. Late in the day, sausage sandwich with onion? And if you're out of onions, then I could understand someone getting stabbed. Was there a manly game this weekend? So the AFL story, Eddie. AFL is just continuing. If rugby league season has been written beautifully, AFL season is just as weird as it gets. The scandal that you and I saw, like, well, it's it made its neighbours to to bloody home and home away. And away. You know it's very, mean? it's a very neighbours storyline. This AFL one. So, two players from the Richmond Tigers, yes, were both caught on. Uh, change room video camera after the game or after two separate games uh, one was sticking his fingers in the ass of uh, this player he's an, of African descent I don't think his race matters here but it's been talked about ad nauseum that he's African and sticking like one well, was sticking his fingers up his ass now when I say that it's not like he digitally penetrated this guy and I know it's it just, just so you know if you haven't seen it he just was a little bit of a playful finger the in the bar the bloke's got shorts on exactly it's impossible. Yes. Barrier to the butthole yeah. being the shorts and the undies. Yeah. Then the other guy uh, was grabbing his dong. Like just, you know, little... Hey a couple of a, a couple of cups. A couple of cups. Or a couple of little pinches, I'd say. Pinches and a cup. Yeah. Um, now, it was caught on camera and then this big uproar has come out saying that this is sexual assault. Uh, there have been a few stories... Like there's been a few different things that I've read. So sexual assault... Uh, they're role models and it's inappropriate to be seen on camera. And then the weirdest take, I think, uh, was from Liz Ellis on the Sports Sunday show where she said, it can't be ignored that there are the two people doing it to Chol 
uh, are white people. So that it's two white men doing this to a black man. And that there's a power imbalance because he's a young player in the team. And these guys are older players. And uh, so they're, and, and that there's somehow race has something to do with it. Now, let me just preface this. If there's something in this story that I have missed mm. that maybe makes the racist the racism side bolsters that argument, mm. then I will happily apologize because at no point am I intentionally disregarding racism in any way. But if firstly, well let's we'll get to the actual act, but like to claim that is a targeted attack on a guy because he is black, I personally found it more racist that she was talking about his race in that situation like it's not relevant him being an african guy doesn't have anything to do with the fact that he was getting groped by his teammates if you're trying to imply liz that they were groping him because he's black black that is like if you I was, haven't spent time around men if I was one of those players, you know what I mean? If I was one of those players, I would be fucking furious that she was inferring that I am racially grabbing some guy's cock or sticking Ra- his racially molesting, R- sexual assault based on race. Now, listen, I can understand that by the letter of the law, if you you could say sexual assault has taken place here, but also, can you though? Well, I think that you can in the sense of going like, if he, d- Chol would have to want to pursue it. He who came out and was like, mate, there's nothing wrong. Well, that exactly, but, but like, but then it's not sexual assault if Charles. No, but they're saying that he there's a case you could make a case. But what I would say is, I have played in. We've all played sport growing up, but more than sport, we've all just had mates. No, no, no. it's just, it's, it's just, just, it just happens. It just happens. Sometimes you do it. Sometimes you. I've been groped, and I've and you and I've groped, <laughs> and I've done the groping. I mean, it's just. Like, I thought it was pretty common. I've definitely grabbed you on the crutch before <laughs> and you have definitely stuck your fingers in my ass. Over pants, though, right? Yeah, like over pants. I've yeah. never... I've never you no. never fisted me. I've never... Me. No. I've never fisted you, Tom. <laughs> I've never fisted you. Not to my knowledge. Not to my knowledge. Well, not without being asked. Not without being asked. For God's sake. But, but, but I've, I've been groped and I've, I've groped. And some people grope more than others. Yeah, some people... But... but I just think that there is a. I think there's a problem with trying to make it out to be something more than it is. Now, like if and the, in the vision, when you see the vision of Charles, Charles going like telling the guy to get away. That's exactly what I would do if you were grabbing me on the cock. I'd be like, Can you get the fuck off me. But like, it's not. It's not a thing where it's. It's not a malicious, inte- like hectic. It's just like this is just the way that fucking guys interact with each other sometimes. <laughs> not all the time. Because it's a bit of a giggle. Because it's stupid. It's stupid. Like, get your hand off my dick. Yes. Or me going, oh, I grabbed you in the ass. And you shouldn't, like, and the journalist that was, like, constantly barraging the, the coach, being like, I've talked to two uh, criminal defense lawyers and they think there's a case. Yeah, here. Hugh <laughs> Rimmington. Yeah, the Rimho. Rim. Yeah. The Rim job. <laughs> the Rim job. <laughs> Where do you reckon the name comes yeah. from? And and listen, Hugh, if you were doing that to one of your mates, I don't think they'd care. Also, Hugh, you've done it before. You've definitely done it. Because everyone has. Everyone has done it to some degree. Or if you haven't, you probably just don't have that close of friends. Or you don't have any. Well, yeah. Which is sad for you. But don't <laughs> like deprive a couple of friends from a little bit of a but also the thing about the the, even if what about bum taps like that is essentially the same thing right and bum taps are just the rage in men's sport in sport in general but the bum tap is king 
in the in the like let's get up and go oh good effort it, yeah, yeah, it tells exactly. a story the it, bum tap it's a it's a reinforcement of positive good vibes it tells a story and in sport particularly in sport there's a lot of testosterone flying around blokes spend a lot of time together they shower together they spend most of the day together they like travel away together they share rooms together like i'm telling you right now there's things that would like when you're sharing nude next to someone, a little grab on the outside of the pants probably isn't that big of a deal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I've, I've in a sporting setup. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it, mate, nothing I haven't seen. No, nothing exactly. you haven't showed me. Exactly. Nothing I haven't seen at a trough when I'm just taking a piss. Yeah. <laughs> nothing I haven't seen. Yes. Nothing my mate hasn't pulled out when he was drunk. Yeah. Well, there's some mates that pull them out all the time. Shout out to Jack McLennan. <laughs> Well, there's shout-outs. Yeah. We can do plenty of shout-outs. We don't need to, but we can. But we can. But I just think that this is just madness. It, if there's something we're missing, by all means, I did more research on that. Not a shitload of research, mm. but I did more research on that story than I've ever done for anything in the sense of, like, before coming in here. I just usually know the things I know mm. and then will make up the things and tell people to do all the things I don't know, right? And mm. I was just trying to look at it. I'm going, where is the fucking racist element here? To this what i saw was good game it was like oh yeah good he i fought. saw a good game well done that's what i saw oh we're all Terrific. singing the song da, 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 and the guy's like wait get off me brah and you're like yeah that's the normal reaction but it's it, unless he has a problem with it which he's come out and said he hasn't but then people are going well that's just him doing what he's told he's a young player he's from africa it's like well okay then so there's no way for this to be all right even if he says it's all right if he's like mate it's all good like there's nothing that's gonna make you you just what do you want these guys to burn in hell for fucking mucking around? And also they weren't doing like they didn't know. Like, do you think they knew they were on camera and they well, were like I mean, playing listen, up to the camera? No, they know there's cameras in the dressing room. That's the only thing you could say, I think, that you where you go like, uh, you know, okay, look, don't do that sort of shit when you know you're being filmed. But I think also they would have been I don't think it's unreasonable to be like, I really didn't expect this is gonna offend people. Yes, I think that's where you, that's where you start. And do you think that it's and this I could be wrong here. This could be a, a a weird take, but do you think when it comes to like lighthearted and I stress that this is lighthearted male interaction and engagement mm. from my own experience? Obviously, there are always elements with everything that could be hectic and dark sides to shit, but largely the vast majority of those sort of interactions between blokes are harmless, lighthearted fun and maybe they are more limited to the male setting, mm. that maybe I shouldn't be getting Liz Ellis's opinion on it. And I'm just saying, like, listen, I wouldn't be... I think there are, it's reasonable for me to look to Liz for example... Like, if there was things going on in a, a women's locker room and I'm like, what the fuck are they doing there? And you're like, this is what we do. Yeah. And you're like, all right, cool. Yeah, I can't really tell you what the fuck... Like, Doesn't bother me. And that's not in all circumstances here, Liz, but like in something where it's really not that fucking bad. I can't even believe what you're I about just this. I was I was completely shocked, eh? I was like, what the fuck? And to call this as well as Liz Ellis did as something about power balance or power dynamic, I think is ridiculous because you can see all the footage from the change rooms. There's no one bigger in that change room than Chol. <laughs> no, exactly. If, the, if these guys thought even for a second that he wouldn't like them like, you know, bum pats or groping him, they wouldn't have done it. Because yeah. no, he could like just could knock their the heads market. in. Well, I think, exactly. Yeah, but also her her thing about the power dynamic was like they're senior players and he's a young player. So what they're 
they're like, Oi, I'm a 200 gamer, let me grab your cock. Like, like I mean, but if you go down that train of thought, where do we stop? Do we stop the bum tap, Tom? I'm, I refuse to stop the bum tap. Tom, mate, when was, uh, when was the last time you shaved that quarantine bush in your pants? I was actually wondering when you were going to ask me that, Eddie. Funnily enough, this afternoon I absolutely went to town on my tackle. Uh, and that's right, support for Hello Sport this week is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for the family jewels. Punters and dribblers, Manscaped just launched in Australia. We've gone years without using the right tools for the job, if you know what I mean. You can be one of the first to experience their life-changing products right here in Australia. It's a good point you make. Now, I'm going to be completely honest here with the punters and the dribblers. When it comes to like shaving your pubes, mm. I have used all gamut of tools under the sun, whether it's like stealing your mate's beard trimmer or just you know the scissors from the kitchen yeah and i'd be lying if i said i hadn't nicked my balls a couple of times well we've all gone a bit fine if you know what i mean <laughs> yeah a little too close to the skin what i have found as well eddie is i'm sure the punter and the dribbler uh, can attest bleeds like a stuck pig well, it's a high flow area, Tom. It's a high flow area. I've always said that you got to be awfully close. You've got to be awfully careful down there because, you know, you're going to get through a good roll of toilet paper if you happen to take a nip. Yeah, exactly. Hands of a surgeon, and I don't have hands of a surgeon, which is why Manscaped is coming so handy. Uh, so Manscaped have redesigned their electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. So this is their third generation trimmer, punters and dribblers, and it features an edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping incidents. As I said earlier, when I gave the Lawnmower 3.0 a workout to today i put it through its paces because i wanted to know that what we're selling to the punter and the dribbler is what they're going to be getting and i tell you i almost tried to cut my balls and it just didn't happen you, you know, went to zero the balled all over <laughs> so you know you're getting the good stuff and when i tell you it's premium it is premium the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave if you want to get a craig david look which i know many of the punters and dribblers may want now if you're the sort of cat that likes to get the job done in the shower, well, you can because their water-resistant technology allows you, Tom, to bring it into the shower. Terrific. And one of the coolest features has got to be the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for close-up, more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke, and that's trademarked technology. Now, you only trademark stuff that's legit, Tom. 7,000 RPMs, Eddie. That could, that could power a small village. That's revs per minute, punters dribblers. That's revs per minute. <laughs> and let's not forget about the charging stand, Eddie. A very sleek charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. Punners, dribblers, if you are listening to the words I am saying right now, trust me here. I want you to experience this thing firsthand. We've all trimmed pubes. And this is the way of the future. You can get 20% off the Lawnmower 3.0. That is inclusive of free shipping. If you go to manscaped.com and put in the code DRIBBLER. Trust me, your balls will thank you. Don't say we don't do anything for you. All right, let's do some dribbler dribble, shall we? Let's you do it. fucks. Tom, Eddie, Punters, and the dribblers. Uncle Jay here. Uh, first time I've actually called in. Uh, I had a few written dribbles back in the day, but deaf been slack 
since the advent of the Notorious Hotline. I do love how the uh, Dribbler Hotline has evolved the potty, though. It uh, certainly takes pressure off Tom's orating skills, reading out the DMs, that's yeah, for sure. Bet, bet your last dollar. Anyways, uh, T&E, the reason I wanted to call in is just to thank you both. Um, I'm still yet to receive my baggie. However, that's actually what I want to thank you for. Um, for purposely making me wait, taking your time with the baggy green. I, uh, I need to tell you guys that about six months ago when you announced Uncle Jay baggy en route, I got an erection. Um, and I've still got it. Uh, <laughs> since, since then, I, despite a few women actually deigning to my level and and laying with the uncle, I, I just haven't been flaccid. Even after I climax, I just remain rock fucking hard. Um, and I'm starting to realise it's all about the build-up, about this fucking foreplay game you're giving me. When I finally don that prize HSP baggy, I just know I'm going to have the most anticipated orgasm of all time. I have no doubt that it's going to rival Sting's famed seven-hour Tantix explosions. <laughs> Fucking try seven months, mate. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, I guess I struggle to see the method in your madness, but it's all making sense. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks again, guys. Um, I'll reach out and relay my orgasmic experience in a couple of weeks if it doesn't kill me. Yeah, soon. <laughs> Look, we live to please. Yeah, sorry. You're welcome, Uncle Jay. Um, About more of an appreciation, I think, than anything, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. There is a method to our madness, Unc. And um, we're just glad and excited for you when you do finally uh, get that nut, as it were. <laughs> boys, boys, uh, big cheese here. Uh, fucking Agnes Waters, Greenbitler National Park. I'm with a bloke named Dern looking for his pop plant. I just met him. If I die, let my mum know. All right. Thank you. Bye. Love her. Bye. Odd. That was dark. No. <laughs> I hope he's all right. Well, good yeah, news. I certainly hope so. He, he certainly had enough. Was he, he in the Marimula National Park with a bloke he doesn't know? Wait, was he in a national park looking for a pot plant? I think so. And he uh, and look a pot plant plant. Oh. Uh, uh, maybe yeah. Plant. Okay. That would explain why his life was in danger. Yeah, and would be worth risking your life. Yes, yeah. correct. But National Park, you know, maybe they've heard rumours of some bloke out there with a plantation that he's been, you know... Yeah, yeah. Bit like The Beach. Like The Beach. Like The Beach. Great film. Have you seen The Beach, Dave? I haven't seen The Beach. Bruh, do Bruh. yourself a yeah. favour. Leo, bruh, come on. Bruh, Leo in one of his best flicks. It's a great movie. Really good. Worth the watch. Leo, Island in Thailand. Heard about, like, a commune that lived there... And it was seeks out to find it, ends up finding a map, finding a map, there. gets over there. Uh, there's um, a go to the weed plantation. Yeah, it looks good. Directed by Danny Boyle. He also did Train Spotting and Slumdog yes. Millionaire. Yeah, 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 dude. Good it's stuff. Good a stuff. Fucking good film. I forget that you're like, and you, you are not. You're a fair bit younger than us, but it's just like that. That blows my mind because that was a movie that was like fucking huge it was moment. Leo right after Titanic and yeah. he was just he was ripping and tearing and you best believe he does some love making in this film as well which well, is top notch again it's Leo yeah. after Titanic so any movie that they put him in he's fucking inevitably had fucking in it yeah
Um, now, listen, this could be good for Big Cheese because he's at least had enough time to double dribble, so maybe he's not dead. Boys, boys, Big Cheese here. I'm well, I'm safe, happy, healthy, alive. Uh, Dan, Dan's actually a pretty good bloke, so sorry about before. Um, That's right. Anyway, while I got the second dribble, I know we don't get many of these, so I'll try to take advantage, but love the Ian Thorpe rhetoric midweek. Sorry, out of breath. Uh, I do think we need, as a podcast and a page, a bit more Thorpey chat uh, amongst us, you know. Great stuff. Anyway, uh, brushes with lame on that topic. Here's my Margaret used to be my uh, year five teacher, and uh, she used to bring in some uh, some of his souvenirs from overseas, you know, mainly shit from Japan. So as a 10-year-old freckled-faced fringe-cut throbber, I used to wear his uh, kimono uh Kimono, week in, week out, and also the uh, Who's gita, the the shoes, the sandals they wear. Do you on that one? I'm lost. Uh, but apparently, <laughs> apparently they had to make a custom-made shoe for him, size 16, Japan, and never thought that big. And so, shout out to his mum for letting him know. May not be up to the sheriff's standard, but at least he can fill a schooner, which pretty cool to know. Um, Who? What's all I got? I just want to say a public apology to our boy Kendrick. You know, Kendrick Hatton. Uh, about a month ago, I did post his under-15 cricket stats where he came last out of uh, 173 bowlers, which was a bit unfair. I uh, shouldn't have gone that personal, that deep on him, especially what everyone else has said about him. You know, I definitely crossed the line with those uh, cricket stats. Um, just want to say, Kendrick, mate, I'm sure I'm not the only one. We're missing you on the, on the Facebook page, mate. Please reach out. Reach out, Ken. Come back. Come back, Ken. We love Ken. you. We miss you. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry. Come back. I love you, Ken. Please. That was weird. That whole thing was weird. So what he said, I'm pretty sure I got it. He said his teacher at school was Margaret Thorpe, which was Ian Thorpe's mother. Oh. So she would bring back some souvenirs. And she. And what was the kimono part? I think he may have just had a kimono. And she brought it back she for the gave, class. She let him wear Ian Thorpe's kimono. Yeah. Which just doesn't seem like... That seems like an arbitrary item for an Olympian to be like, you know, if I was, let's say, you know, we, Mike Tyson's mum was our maths teacher and she bought in like a pair of his fucking, she bought in a Hawaiian shirt he wore sometimes. Mm. You'd be like, why the fuck have you brought in Mike Tyson's Hawaiian shirt when he's the best boxer on the planet right well, now? Well, you should, it felt like you should have bought in like his trunks his trunks or his gloves yes or his shoes if that was, or did, he, did they bring in his shoes I think they did bring some sort of custom made shoes I think big, that's what he said yeah. size, we had size 17 flippers yeah huge genetically modified feet they look say. Big Cheese is in some ways you know a victim of me being you know on my on my on my deathbed here. Nah, Big Cheese needs to work on his delivery. He knows that. So it wasn't just now. me. No, no. It was hard to follow. Yeah. That was hard to follow. That's I only just good. held on somehow yeah. and kind of made sense of it. Deal's elite. That's why we've got him here, right? Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I didn't have the weekend you boys did, so maybe I'm a bit more so switched that makes on. Me feel better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you're okay. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, get a uh, Tom and Eddie and the punters. And the dribblers. It's uh, Big Chef here from uh, Blaney. Um, just calling up in regards to... I couldn't help but notice there was no talk about the Molong Magpies rugby club dribbler this week um, and the fact that Blaney Rams 
absolutely fucking rolled him last week. Uh, it couldn't have been a better game. I tell you what, it's a um, an, an old old storied history. We flogged him in grand finals before, and it was no different this time. We absolutely fucking rolled him. And if I ever hear another Maylong bloke on the podcast, that'll be the end of him because this is this is a uh, this is a good day for us. Thank you. Blaney Rams got it Blaney done. Blaney Rams got it done. Well, look, I think that's you know thrown down the gauntlet to the to the Molong Magpie dribbler. Yeah, uh, the bloke who sounded like he was calling it on a World War Two field phone. Yes, um, taking heavy heavy fire. Well, look, it's Blaney's obviously got better reception as well. Better football side, better reception. Better reception. Yeah. So it's all coming up, Blaney, Blaney, Blaney. Rams this week. Yeah. But I like that sort of bush footy div three competition. It's good for the soul. Absolutely. You know, we've had the we had the Battle of Bankstown with those dribblers. Now we've got some The Battle of the Central West. Battle of the Central West dribblers. Love uh, it. Blaney took the Blaney so far up on top. Well they got the mantle. Yeah. They uh they've really set the benchmark there. They got the belt on. Yes. Um let's move on, shall we? Tom, Eddie, P's and D's. It's the beep chest dribbler's mate here. First things first, we need to address the brushes with Lane. Oh, King John. dribbler in LA a few yeah. weeks back. Good old dribble and yarn with him. Keep working on those dribbles though, KD. You'll get there, bruh. I just ringed in today to wish you both all the best on the beep chest this weekend. I can't obviously speak for the beep chest dribbler, but fuck, I'm keen to see these results. Considering you two have talked about this test for fuck knows how long now. Also wanted to uh, expose a popular dribbler identity, Trone Regat, the expert surgeon's opinion who slid into your DMs regarding Tonka's endoscopy. Well, lads, that's the fucking beep test dribbler right there. Is it? Trying to keep this under 90 seconds. Um, but I also wanted to share with you guys, I do live in the town that in California currently that Kelly Slater is living in. Reach out if you want those butter menthols on route. I'd be uh, happy to assist. Shout out to Chris Bacious and the Tasty Boys. Be soon, lads. Good luck. Jesus. That's a plot twist. That is a plot twist. We've still got those butter menthols, and Kelly's still getting DM'd by us. So, Mate, leave it with us. Yeah, leave that one with us, uh, Beep Test Dribblers, mate. BTDM. BTDM. Sounds like... Uh, it sounds like, like bond, what's the yeah, bondage? BDSM, yeah, BDSM, yeah. BDSM, the BDSM yeah. dribbler. dribbler. Yeah. That's way easier yeah. to say. Yeah. Why in my mind? BDSM dribbler. The BDSM dribbler. Um, <laughs> whips and ball gag yeah. soon, bro. Um, we will let you know. I wonder if he knows the gimp from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They mates. I don't know if we ever played the gimp from Pulp Fiction's dribbles. I feel like he's the one we always have to cut out because they're always like they're always really, super yeah. fucked up. Yeah, they're really fucked. And up. they're always like, I don't know why I haven't got on yet, and it's like. Maybe Gimp from Pulp Fiction. You need to start evaluating what it is you're saying. The punter and the dribbler probably have no idea who he is. No, they might actually... Have we ever played him? I don't know if we've played the There's this guy who calls in punters and dribblers and leaves the most fucked up things. And we can't play him because they're too out there. They're too, but like, no, well, out there is out there is too uh, like soft of a description. It's like, no, dude. No, we can't have you saying that on the podcast. There is a line, even for was, us. Was the beep test... Sorry, beep test. Was he the one who did the massage parlor yarn? 
I don't know. No, no, no. I think that was. I don't know who that was. That was, was that the calamity dribbler or something like that. Calamity dribbler yeah, might have been yeah, the calamity that dribbler. That wasn't the gift. That wasn't that the was from Pulp Fiction. <laughs> that was good, but it was out there. It was like, that was a good one, but we couldn't play it. it, it couldn't possibly. About it was, getting it was it was it was, was X rated day in the life of a guy getting a rub and tug basically yeah yeah, yeah. it was a play by play and a yeah. bloke going and getting a rub and tug and no we didn't play it no we didn't play it and like we listened to it and we laughed but we yeah, yeah we laughed we're not it was funny it. But we couldn't play it. um all right let's go yeah good day guys um Steve here big fan of the show um I just uh, just wanted to touch on a couple of topics you've been bringing up recently. Um, obviously, as you may or may not know, and a couple of junior players at the club have been uh, getting their willies out from time to time. Um, just wanted to know that, uh, yeah, it's obviously, um, you know, a couple of junior boys there leading by example. Um, you know, it's obviously Senator Gertha, young stags, which which we appreciate here at the club. Um, I just, yeah, appreciate your ongoing support and, um, you know, hope we can have continued success in, in that department. Yeah, got some feeder coming back into the uh, the squad tonight. Obviously, Terps, um, you know, big morale for a couple of junior lads, and uh, yeah, we're uh, looking for tonight, forward to tonight. So, thanks, guys. All the best, bye. Seeb, thanks for reaching out, bro. He's, well, he sounded in pretty good spirits. He didn't sound too bad considering, uh, you know, all of the rumours swirling around, but he has Seeb's double dribbled. This is the first time Seeb's has dribbled, so he, he's allowed a double. He's afforded that right under law. Uh, g'day, guys here again. Sorry to call back twice. Um, just wanted to say if uh, you give him my last call a bit of a run on the podcast. Just want to give it a, a shout out to the uh, the Bronx squad up in Brisbane. Uh, we got Crosby there, T Lobs, uh, Johnny Mack, and Stickers. Stickers. Uh, yeah, a couple of really good lads there, and uh, you know, big supporters of the Broncos. Stickers. So, all the best boys, thanks for Stickers. Stickers is the best. Uh, g'day, guys. Speaks here again. Sorry to call back twice. Um, just wanted to say if uh, you give him my Last call, a bit of a run on the podcast. Just want to give it a, a shout out to the uh, the Bronx squad up in Brisbane. Uh, we got Crosby there, T Lobs, uh, Johnny Mack, and Stickers. Uh, yeah, a couple of really good lads there, and uh, you know, big supporters of the Broncos. So all the best, boys. Thanks. Stickers, holy stickers. shit! Reach out, Stickers. Yeah, re- Stickers, please reach out. Seeds, uh, thanks for your call. Thanks, bro. That was funny. Did sound in very good spirits for a man. Sounded great. You know. Sounded, yeah, sounded, yeah. Sounded great. Uh, g'day, Tom and Eddie and the punters. <laughs> the dribblers. <laughs> Scotch and Coke here. And uh, what a big week it's been in the Zofropa world that is rugby league. Obviously, plenty to discuss, which you guys have obviously done. Um, but it Did would be remiss of me no, yeah. not Scott to bring up young uh, Tony Staggs <laughs> and the week he's had so far. Now, obviously, <laughs> don't condone the uh, unsolicited leaking of intimate and private videos. But, I mean, where would rugby league be without them? Um, obviously, word is it's a bit of a revenge porn leaking type scenario. Obviously, Tony didn't check to make sure that the video was deleted before he cut it loose. But, I mean, you can't blame him for that. We all make mistakes. But, as you know, as dumb as it is to allow yourself to be filmed in a compromising position such as that when you're a public figure, I will back his decision to give her the flick. Uh, If you watch the video, as I have many times, (laughs) young Tony is obviously having some performance issues. 
perhaps a few too many Red Bulls in him uh, from a night out, or, you know, maybe he's just a bit nervous. Uh, but he's there, you know, doing his best to get going. And she's just laying there, um, you know, and instead of her, you know, going the big lift and helping him out to get Tony to go the proverbial big lift himself, um, she just fucking lies back and shoves her fucking hoof in his mouth and expects him to suck away. So, you know, smart moving ending that one, Tony. Well done, brother. Uh, anyway, just your thoughts on that, gents. Uh, quick shout out to the Tasty Boys and Chris Bacious Dribbler. Chris Bacious uh, has been a big yeah, 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 yeah. You are no king of Meteoric. mine. And just want to pay my respects to the God of the Hotline. Shot at KD. Sweet well. No king of mine. Uh, anyway, signing off. Cheers, boys. Blue Bomb soon. Um, I mean, yeah, look, some of that getting cut out. Yeah, some of that's getting trimmed. Some of that's getting trimmed. <laughs> look, if some of that was edited, it's because it got a bit Harry McClary. Yeah, but there was also some bits that had to be kept because it was funny. Uh, we've touched on all of it. We've this, touched on all of it. He's kind of echoed our sentiments in some ways, in some not ways, in and not in others. And those have been edited out, hopefully. Uh, if not, then an intern will be shot. Not Dave. Dave's now going to... We should get Dave an intern so he can shoot someone. <laughs> it's it's invigorating. It's fun, dude. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Got some rage and he let out. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Tom, Eddie, Dave, punters, dribblers. It's the uh, Friday night dribbler. Just a quick one, boys. Just wondering if you'd ever considered a uh, live stream of The Origin where you guys commentate it so we don't have to listen to those fucking gimps from Channel 9. Just a thought. What would your views be on that? And uh, let's get it done. See you soon. Look, I mean, you're not the first person to uh, almost demand us to do such a thing, but... There are, unfortunately, hurdles. Well... First and foremost being that we can't call commentate footy. Well, look. That's an art form. We don't call footy. No. We don't call it. So we it wouldn't be play-by-play. It'd just be us dribbling, talking about it. Now, is that possible? Perhaps. Yes. If that's something you'd like to listen to, we can certainly explore it. We'll be doing an Origin companion this year. Yes. Come November, we'll be doing one. I can, I can promise you that. Whether or not it's live... That's something Dave will have to figure out. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one that... When you're up on the high wire doing something live, you you the freedom to say anything gets a little bit hairy, McCleary. Because put let me put it this way, you can that the editing tool in a podcast comes in very handy. Yeah, very handy. Particularly look you know, after you've had a skinful. You've had a skinful. Sometimes things slip out, and once it's live, there's no you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, Eddie, as they say. No, you can't. But look, that's something we're looking into in, you know, across the, the broad spectrum of sports. And just on that, just on you can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, just just a just thought I'd share this knowledge. For those looking to make a really nice instant coffee. Now, made one for Steph the, <laughs> on the weekend down a barrel and she said, This is terrific. How do you make it so good? I go, You probably put too much milk in, don't you? And she goes, Often I go, You can't put you can't take the milk out of it. Yeah. So you put a bit in, is it enough? You put a bit more in and a bit more, and that's how you get it done. Slowly add the milk yeah. rather than putting too much in at the start. And it's, a, it's, a tip for, it's, a, it's a tip for young you, players. You also, you made me the same instant coffee. It was delicious. Yeah, it's a tip for young players. It's almost like a rum half Coke situation. Yeah. 
You can I always mean, add more coke if you need it. You can come to the, you can come to me for these th- sort of things. You're a bloody uh, not only are you minister for sport. I feel like left out. I kind of want to be minister for sport as well. Is there a dual role that I can? You can be my intern. No, well I'm not. You an could intern. be shadow minister. Shadow minister. <laughs> All right, I'm shadow minister. I, I'll take that. Bit more, you know, less work. Well, in the shadows, hide the gut stuff. You just get to talk yeah. shit about Eddie. Exactly. Just, I just get yeah. to argue, like disagree with you for the sake of it. So nothing gets done. Nothing gets done, exactly. I block that motion. <laughs> blocked. 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 Why? Blocked. Yeah, blocked. 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 D- don't ask. Blocked. Um, blocked. Nabra. No, yeah. Just I just get to Nabra. You give out yeah. Nabras. That's your job. Love it. The job of any shadow minister is to... Nabra Nabra people. <laughs> Tom, Eddie, Hunters and Dribblers. It's uh, Farmer Lewis here. Trainee Dribbler. Just driving home after a good day of uh, bush rugby. I uh, just got a couple of um, rushes with Lane slash actually fame. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was at uh, Ranham Hall Dubbo, home of the great Edward Simpson. Ranham Hall, the Dubbo is. <laughs> home of Dubbo, really. Like, that's just where everyone in Dubbo seems to hang out. No, I'm a central anyway, guy. I was walking around Ranham Hall and... Jason Bakuya of ex Sharks fame. Walking around, he's having a run for the fishies this year. Dubbo Sims. Oh, he was lined up in front of me at Baker's Delight, yeah. Great Baker's Delight. a bit of a brush with his name, then. Did you say good day to him? Tonight, actually, out of Did you get a Warren, friend of the podcast, Bernard Foley, out there on the, on the schooners with uh, Benny McCallman and a few other boys. Had a pretty good yarn with Benny, with Bernard, actually. Betty loved that. Really good fella. Betty loved every second of the Anyway, that's my yarn. Um, One more thing. As an avid Manly supporter, why can't we give young Benny Travojevic a run? I just don't get it. What's going on there? Like, as good as what they say, get him in there. Anyway, beer soon, boys. Beer soon. Beer soon, boys. Beer soon. Love it. I thought Love that was a terrific dribble. Wonderful dribble. Um, two really strong brushes with Lane there. And to and to have one of them in in Aranam Mall of all places at the Baker's Delight, which is a which is a ripper. Is it? Yeah, it's a ripper. Uh, right next door to uh, Donut King as well, which you that know, seems counterproductive for one of them. Well, I mean, you know, you get lunch, you get a bacon, and you get a cheese and bacon roll for lunch, and then you you wash it down with a donut king with a cinnamon. Baker's Delight with sells a cinnamon donuts. donut. As if Baker's Delight doesn't sell donuts. I don't think they do. No, finger buns. That's their game. Yeah, they're a yeah, finger bun. They're a finger, they're a finger bun, bun yeah. people. You tell me they don't sell donuts. No. Nah. Nah. Do you go to Baker's Delight? No, not really. They wouldn't have them in Barrow, would they? Uh, Baker's Delight. Mm. Well, I mean, like I haven't lived in Barrow for almost fifteen years, so I couldn't tell you. But I'm pretty sure they did have one in Barrow. But we used to go to like the local non-franchised bakeries, firstly because the snooty ones. Well, no, because we're supporting local business, Eddie. Uh, that's what it's about. Not just some you're big in, you're walking corporation. You walk into the, ba- the Barrel Bakery and they're wearing the they're wearing cocktail the fucking cocktail mate, suits. Things like Baker's Delight, they rip the soul out of small towns, mate. That's true. I have heard from numerous sources. Baker's Delight do not pay their staff there well you go. at all. Yeah, well, Eddie yeah. loves that. He's the fucking yeah. capitalist pig that we're all worried about. <laughs> You need these nice, mate. The, the best the thing about it this way: if you were to eat the best pie in the world, everyone's got the world's best pie. If you're going to eat the best pie in the world, it's not coming Village from fucking. Well, it's not coming from Baker's Delight. Yeah. It's not coming from a franchise place. They don't sell. They don't sell pie. I'm saying 
Nothing good. Pie face. You think the best pie in the world's coming from pie face? Fuck no, it isn't. Where's the best cheese and bacon roll from? I don't know. You go to every regional bakery, they at least got like 10 trophies in a cabinet yes. on the wall saying we have the best pie. Yes. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Bakers Village Delight Hot don't have that. Village yeah. Hot Bakes still got theirs up from like 99. <laughs> Robertson Pies. Gum nut patisserie and barrel. Thank you for coming. I actually went to Robertson Bakery on the week. Yeah, of course you did, bro, because it's a fucking icon of Australian pies. That's what they tell you when you walk in. Yeah. <laughs> That's what they tell you on the way. Yeah. In. Welcome. To the icon of, of pies. Australian pies. A piecon. Yeah. Pycons. Pycons. They're everywhere. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Good dribble. Good dribble. Tom, Eddie, Theo, or Dave, punters, and the dribblers. Uh, it's Michael here. On again, off again, graphic designer, part of the Hello Sport 11. Uh, I am the bag green, I knew corner, it. How about those Panthers boys? What a win. <laughs> <laughs> Top of the table, loving their work. Good lord. And also, I've got Kiwi Kai here. Well, look, I just wanted to say, I know you boys love the Tank Water Warriors, as we all do. It's everyone's second team now. But I just want to talk about Marty Tapao's chin and Jack Hetherington's forearm, because that was fucking brutal. And apart from that, a win's a win. We're having it with that. All right. As far as that goes, boys, see you soon. And I'm off to the land of the long white grub. I've got a couple of notes on the last podcast, actually. It's Michael again, by the way. Uh, shingles. Shingles. It's not a dietary thing. I've had them too, Tom. It, it comes from the brainstem, man. It's part of the, the chicken pox yeah. fucking virus, man. It's not good. Oh, it's horrible pain, bro. Horrible pain. And also, I wanted to mention the, uh, the the beers at the baseball in Japan. It's the best. We we just couldn't have that in Australia because we can't behave ourselves. Mm. All right, see you soon. Love your work. Firstly, uh, Michael definitely is owed a bag of green, and I forgot he's the one that made our beautiful fucking logo behind us. Remember, we said if someone makes it, we'll give him a bag of green. I don't remember that, but I'm I'm happy to uphold it. I'm 100% certain we did, because that's how we get things done around here. <laughs> yeah, we hand out Baggy Greens. Uh, so, for that, we apologise. We apologise. Michael, Baggy Green is on route. Uh, the shingles thing, what did he say? Oh, he said that it's not dietary. You know, you said that I just ate bacon, and that's how I got it. Now, listen, I know it's not dietary, but I was just eating bacon at the time, basically. Look, and it surely couldn't have helped. It helped, mate. Two was, kilos of bacon for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I which mean, I mean, look, Eddie's obviously exaggerating. I don't I'm know. Not if it was that bad, I'm not exaggerating. But it was. It was. You know, was it good? No. Look, I'm just playing as it I, as I see it, mate. Calling it as I see it, and the bacon couldn't have helped. Also, living in a basement. Fuck you. Uh, hello, is this the Sydney Police? Because I need to report a robbery. Uh, <sighs> the Queensland Reds got. Fucking more than oh It was fucking fantastic, boys. I mean, I saw some boys become men. Look, the Tars, they've not had the cattle this year. A young team, young potential throbbers, and it was just fucking amazing to see them become men tonight. Fucking 45-12. That's just... Just dribbling, thinking about it. Holy shit. Uh, also, uh, Park Footy, Gordon flogged the rats tonight. 
and that was fantastic. I hate the rats. Uh, and yeah, beer soon. Uh, shout out to Cumdog and uh, picking, picking, picking drive soon. Picking drive soon. Cheers. Picking drive. Picking drive soon. You know what? That is probably. We did need to cover rugby. We did. So that was we've been we've been meaning to cover it for a couple of weeks. Yeah. I think that filled the quota. Did it? That not? was pretty good. Waratahs beat the shit out of the Reds. Love that. Love it. Not. A, I'm not going to not like that. No, no. Didn't see the game. Didn't need to. Dave, did you see the game? I watched a replay of it this morning. Half watched it while I was on my laptop. And but were they good? Yeah, Waratahs were throwing a lot of young throbbers. Jake Gordon grabbed a hat trick. Jack Maddox, Eastie boy, yeah, got a Jack. try. Um, I did see a sick try actually come across my desk. I can't remember who scored it. It was cool. <laughs> Let's go. Final dribble here. We've done well, guys. We've done well. Hey, boys. Uh, super quick dribble. Um, Stalk the uh, Easy Rose um, acting debut to Tom's personal Instagram. And Tom Birmingham, you are fucking punching. She'll call you Mike Tyson. <laughs> Secondly, Neil Sotheroni Castrian, want to call you out. Um, you didn't give me credit for the arousing Ryman Ruth Havenhausen comment, uh, and it made the poem, I noticed, and uh, I had no credit. Fuck you, Nilso. Also, Nilso, the only connection with the Hunter is not the Kurt Gidley, uh, sorry, the name Kurt coming off the bench being a utility. The only fucking Hunter connection is not making finals, you fucking gimps. Okay. Uh, fuck you, Nilso. You're a gimp also. Fuck you. Thanks. Byron Bay out. Wow. Drive-by on Nilso. Didn't see he... <laughs> Drive-by on Nilso. <laughs> he painted that as like a... Uh, I think he started by saying he saw Evie Rose's acting debut on uh, on Jarchi's TikTok Instagram. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, Jarch yeah. did like the Schooners video and it's yeah, 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 Schooners yeah, yeah, yeah. and... I did see that. It was great. Yeah, it, was it was hilarious. Great. And Evie Rose obviously of made course. her acting debut. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, so I believe that's what he was mentioning. It also sounds like he was doing some stalking on my Instagram. Said you were doing, you said you were punching, and then leads then into just went straight into Nelson abuse. Nelson abuse. It just, just laid him out. Absolutely flattened him, and Nelson already, you know, Nelson probably on a high after doing his poem, and people received it moderately well, which is nice. Well done, moderately Nilso. well is probably fair. Yeah. I think that's fair. Absolutely, but he's just been absolutely. He's, that's an uppercut. Yeah, that is. He's been taken back down a peg, I think. Unfortunately, Nelson. That's all right, mate. That's, hey, the, that's the dribbling game, bro. Listen, Nilso, you know, one of the more famous dribblers going around. That's just the, the way game. it is. It's, it's the dribble game. game. You take your licks when you get them. You take your licks. Um, strange one, though. That was That's the last dribble we've got. That's it. That's it. That's the show. That's the show. Thanks for listening. Oh, Reach out to Kelly Slater. Thanks for hanging with us. Kel, come on. Come on, Kel. Come on, Kel. Keep tagging Kel, punters, dribblers. Keep tagging him. Um... We're going to be uh, we're doing another interview. We got an interview this week, which is good. Not Kelly, sadly, that's on route. But a uh, couple of uh, couple of bodybuilders, which I'm actually pumped for. No pun intended. But uh, I'm I'm very interested to talk to a couple of big thick boys. Oh yeah, couldn't be more pumped. Um, and then that'll be out whenever that's out. That'll be out. But keep your ears peeled. Yep. Uh, that's it, eh? That's it. All right, we're done. Thanks for coming. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>